Good morning, everyone. My name is Prophet Salute. Welcome to the Glory Room. I hope you all are having a blessed day. Let's get started with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you. Thank you for life. Thank you for health. Thank you for strength. Thank you for being our maker. Thank you for being our creator. Thank you for watching over us as we go back and forth to work, as we do what we need to do. Father God, we ask you to forgive us of any sins we have done, Father God. As we partake in this word today, Father God, whether it's this devotional or your word, we ask you to give us understanding, Father God. We ask you to help us apply it to our lives, Father God. We ask you to watch over the people that are hearing the word of God. We actually watch where the people are reading the word of God in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Let's get started. Like every Sunday, we have a new key verse. It's Psalms 119 and 28. My soul is weary with sorrow. Strengthen me according to your word. Verse of the day, Isaiah 1 and 5. Why do you continue to invite punishment? Must you rebel forever? Your head is injured and your heart is sick. Subject, keeping up with the lawn. Affirmations. I'm going to say it and pause behind each one to give you opportunity to say it if you like. I'm attending. I'm tending to my spiritual life. I'm happy in God. I'm content in my life. I'm giving God everything. When we are children of God, we often have these moments where we de- decrease in a lot. Our praise, our reading, and, and prayer. When, when we do these things, we often start feeling a certain way because we haven't given attention to our spiritual life. Our spiritual life is like a lawn. Every three weeks or maybe four, my dad cuts the grass and he hedges the bushes and even we eats around the lawn if need be it. But he takes good care of it. He even watered the grass if it hasn't rained. He makes sure he takes care of anything that the lawn needs. He even fertilizes it if he noticed that's what he needs. See, the lawn will tell you what it needs when we are paying it attention. That's just like our walk with God. We must be able to keep up with what we need spiritually. If not, we will have issues and problems we won't know how to solve because we ignore signs of the Holy Spirit. He will guide us into anything we need, whether it's more Bible reading, prayer, meditation, and even fasting. But it's up to us to pay attention. In today's verse, it says, why do you continue to invite punishment? Must you rebel forever? Your head is injured and your heart is sick. So I know you have to think, how do I invite punishment? By allowing your flesh to talk and ignoring the Holy Spirit. You ignore it by allowing your flesh to do whatever it wants, which then allows punishment to come. The Lord is even asking in this verse, must you rebel forever? Must you allow your head to be injured and your heart to be sick? We do this by not allowing the Holy Spirit in to heal every part ourselves. And we allow our heart to be in the same place it was before we met Christ. We have to stop allowing our spiritual life to go unkept because we don't want to hear the voice of the Holy Spirit tell us what we need. Do you know what you need? Do you know what God is asking of you? Do you know what the Lord is saying you need? Maybe he's saying, I need you to spend time in my presence. Or maybe he's saying, I need you to pray to me. Whatever he's asking, get to a quiet place and wait for him to speak. Daniel 9, 9 through 10, but the Lord our God is merciful and forgiving. Even though we have rebelled against him, we have not obeyed the Lord our God. For we have not followed the instructions which he gave us through his servant the prophets. It says here that God is a forgiving God, even though we lack the drive and motivation to attend to ourselves, even though we don't obey the Lord our God, he still shows us mercy. God wants to attend to ourselves 
into our spiritual life. He doesn't want to punish us for not following his instruction. He doesn't want us to follow him just to do it because it seems like the right thing. No, he wants us to love spending time with him, love following him, love doing his commands. But sometimes we allow our lazy ways and charismatic attitude to cause us to drift away and invite punishment. Verse 13, every curse written against us in the law of Moses has come true. Yet we have refused to seek mercy from the Lord our God by turning from our sins and recognizing his truth. Why do we refuse to seek him? Why do we refuse to seek mercy and turn from our sins? Is it because we know we will he will forgive us, but with forgiveness comes punishment and we invite this in? God doesn't want to punish us. He wants to give to us. He doesn't want to see us upset. He wants to love us. But we must do what we must do with what, what we must do what he says. We must learn to give our time to him. We must learn to fast when we are feeling low because sometimes we need to separate ourselves from people and things and draw near to God so he may repair us. Today, we have to remember that in order to keep the flesh down and the desires to sin away, we must keep our spiritual life kept up. Just like weed eating cuts away the weeds, just like praying, meditating, and such keeps away the urges to fulfill the lust, is or fulfill the flesh. It's so easy to say, I don't want to cut the grass, read my word. I don't want to cut the grass. I don't want to fertilize, pray. Just like when you lack on those things, you will find that the grass has turned down, turned brown. The weeds are everywhere. We must do the same with our spiritual life. We must attend to the to it daily to keep the things of the flesh from happening. Because when we cave into our fleshly ways, the punishment of God will come. We have we have invited it because of the need to say no to the flesh and yes to God. Prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you for today. Thank you for giving us a word of wisdom. Thank you for loving us through our worst days. Lord, help us to attend to our spiritual life more. Lord, give us strength to pray and stay firm in you. Lord, we don't want to agree to fleshly things, but it happens. We ask you to help us deny ourselves. Help us to pick up your cro- our cross and follow you. Lord, we surrender our lives to you. We want our lives to be filled with you. Lord, help, help us to stay focused on you and not to this world. We thank you for allowing us to be in your presence. We thank you and bless your holy name in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. So the topic today is keeping up with the lawn. Sorry, I need a drink of water. Keeping up with the lawn. My dad um, does maintenance on his lawn at least three to four, every three to four weeks. And, um... One day, um, I think it was recently, my dad uh, wanted to go outside and cut the lawn. And my mom's like, you know, it's hot. You don't need to go out there. He said, everybody else is cutting their lawn. I want my lawn to look good. I'm going out there. So even though he didn't want to, he still did it. He went out there. He weeded it. He, he, he has a riding lawn more, but still the heat. The heat is harsh. It's harsh on anyone that's outside doing outside work. Um, I applaud anyone that does outside work. I, I couldn't do it. It's, it's a lot. But he did it anyway. See, sometimes I don't want to get up and read my word. Sometimes I don't want to get up and pray. Sometimes we all are like that. We don't want to get up and read our word. We don't want to get up and pray. But we know this is essential to a life of a Christian. It's maintenance. 
We have to read the word of God so our soul can be fed. So we can keep everything in line. So we can allow ourselves to hear from the Holy Spirit. We pray so we can communicate with God. So we can figure out what he wants to do. If it's something we're doing wrong. If it's something we need more of. Just like the whole, just like the lawn would speak to my dad and say, hey, I need to be cut. Grass is high. It's, it's different things growing out there. He got to cut back. Is is he got to water the lawn because some spots are, are brown? The Holy Spirit will speak to you too. He will tell you, hey, you, you need to get on the reading. Hey, you need to read the word more. Hey, you need to pray more. Hey, you're doing less than what you're supposed to. He will always direct our path, but we have to be open to hearing him. It has to be a daily thing that we communicate with God to find out, is it anything that we're doing in our life that he doesn't like? We can think we're dotting all the I's and crossing all the T's and really we're doing everything backwards. And he's like, no, you're doing everything wrong. And no, God is not going to sit there and nitpick your life apart, but he's there to guide you so you won't go too far off the path. Imagine if my dad didn't take care of the lawn. He had all types of things growing out there. He had uh, different spots in the lawn because it's, the grass is dying. Uh, the, the, the grass will start withering. The, the, the trees that they have, they have peach trees and clumquats. If he didn't take care of them, those bushes would get out of control. If he didn't prune it, they would get out of control. Just like us, God had to prune things out our lives, but we have to submit our lives to him. He's not going to do it just because he sees it needs to be done. No, he's going to do it when we submit ourselves to God. That's why sometimes you have people I have people say to me, I don't know um, why I'm having such a problem with this or having a problem with that because you're not submitting to God. Have you talked to God about it? Have you asked God, is this what, is this what I'm doing in my life okay? Is this person being in my life is it a hindrance? And he will let you know this person in your life is a hindrance. This person is blocking you. This person will block you. This person will become a problem. He will tell you these things. Not even with people, with even things. Uh, uh, movies, TV. I think I told y'all the other week I was playing Monopoly Go. I was I was playing it way too much. And Holy Spirit was like, you're, you're on this way too much. I'm like, okay. Even while I love playing video games. I think I have expressed this so much. Love playing video games. But if I play it too much, he's like... You haven't spent any more time with me. Well, I spent time with you this morning, but I want more time. Okay, click. I put the console down. I put the game down. I put the book down. Whatever I'm doing, I put down if he wants more of me. See, we have to learn to hear him when he speaks. We can go through our daily life and we hear so much noise. We hear music. We hear other people's voices. We hear sermons. We hear podcasts. We hear the children talking, the husband talking, the wives talking. We hear, we hear it all daily. But if you're not tuning in with God, you're not tuning in with the Holy Spirit, you will miss him speaking to you. So now it's not audible. It's a feeling that you get. I remember one time I was going down this road and I had this strange feeling not to go down this road. And I normally go down this road and I knew it was the Holy Spirit telling me not to go. So I went the opposite way. Well, when I came back through, I forgot he said not to go that way. But by this time, it's police everywhere. So when I had a car accident, that could have been me. That, that could have been me. That, that I could have been involved in. I could have seen it. It might have been something going on down there that I didn't need to see. See, we have to understand that the Holy Spirit is there to guide us and block us from anything that's attacking, that's seen and unseen. But how can he prevent and, and block anything if we're not willing 
to give him our ears, give him our time. We have 24 hours in a day. Yes, most most likely some people work from eight, eight to 12 hours a day. Boom, you only got 12 hours left. So what are you doing with your 12 hours? Are you keeping up maintenance in your spiritual life? Are you trying to hear the Holy Spirit when he speaks? David, they said you found him sometimes just sitting on top of a mountain singing and writing songs unto God. And I know times are different. We don't have time to sit up and just write songs and sing. Some of us actually have eight to 12 hour jobs that we have to work. But during those times during our break, what are you doing? Yeah, I know, you know, hey, we got 15 minute break. You just want to sit there and relax. But take that moment. It's just a quick moment. Say, God, I thank you. God, I'm sorry if I've done anything to, to, to upset you. Father God, I'm sorry if I, if I upset the Holy Spirit. Because you can grieve the Holy Spirit with your actions and words you say. Now, I know everyone has a problem with cussing, but I can't stand someone to cuss around me. It bothers me. You don't know why? Because the Holy Spirit with me is sensitive. When you grow in the Holy Spirit, your Holy your Spirit, the Spirit that's living in you will get spirit sensitive. Your body will get sensitive to hearing certain things, being around certain things. Because why you upkeep, you you do the upkeep of your spiritual life. You listen to God, you pray to Him. It's okay if you don't do two-hour prayers. One night I, I went into this thing. I, I went into the prayer closet. Eight, I didn't leave the prayer closet until 5.30 in the morning. I prayed just that long. Because I was determined to speak to God. I was determined to spend time with God. Now, not everyone can do that. Some of us have children. Some of us have spouses. But those of you that can spend time with God, spend time with God is amazing feeling. Maintaining your spiritual life is the most important thing you can do during the day. The Bible verses, the memory verses I put on top is for us to learn. It's for us to get down in our souls so we can have some kind of promise, some kind of verse in us. So when the enemy speaks and the enemy tries to come up against us, he can know we know the word of God and we will rightly divide and we will rebuke him. We're going to stand firm our word because he's our refuge. He's our rock. But if you don't read the word, you don't know the, the, that the Lord is your refuge, he's your rock, he's your God, you won't be able to speak nothing to Satan. You won't be able to tell Satan to go away when he's attacking you mentally. See, you got to get the word deep down in you. It's not something that God's trying to make you do. It's to help you when you are being spiritually attacked and when you have spiritual warfare going on. Some of us have spiritual warfare going on and we don't even know it because we don't know what it looks like because we don't want to study our word. We have to get back to studying our word. Let's look at some scriptures this morning. Okay. First verse, we're going to go to Psalms 119 and 130. Psalms 119 and 130. If you got your Bible, your paper Bible, I always tell y'all, if you put the Bible dead in the middle, split it dead in the middle, you go right to Psalms. Then we're going to go to Psalms 130. Okay, Psalms 119 and 30. The teaching of your word gives light. So even the simple can understand. See, the teaching of the Lord word gives light. See, you might be blind in a certain topic. You might be 
not understanding a certain topic, but when you read the word of God and you ask the Holy Spirit to help you understand his word, the word of God, he will give you understanding. It will be made so simple that you can understand it. It will bring light to something that you are dealing with. See, some people be like, well, I don't understand. It doesn't have the topic about this glazing on this topic. We're not going to get into this topic. I don't understand why I can't smoke weed and why I can't drink. You can drink, but you cannot get drunk. I refuse to not drink because that's something I am dealing with. I refuse not to drink because it says don't to don't damage the temple of the Lord, basically. But it's scriptures that's in there that says don't get drunk. It's scriptures in there that tells us don't allow anything to make us, I'm going to paraphrase, that gets us out of balance with our body. It tells us that. It tells us not to partake in things that will cause us to be uh, delusional or off balance. It tells us not to do that. So that's why you don't smoke and drink. But other people view this topic differently. You see what I'm saying? It brings light to someone that's wondering if that's what they can do. See, we all live a different life. I say I don't drink. I don't smoke because I don't want to damage the temple of the Lord. I don't get tattoos because I don't want to damage the temple of the Lord. But these are my beliefs. But am I going to shake a finger at someone if they smoke? Am I going to shake a finger at someone if they drink? Am I going to shake a finger at someone because they go get a tattoo? No, that's not my place to shake a finger. But if you ask me, I'm going to give you my opinion. See, it brought light to my eyes. See, we are on spiritual levels, different levels. My level might not look like your level. My level might not be as high as your level. Your level might be low. It doesn't matter. But it's, the fact is, is when we read the word, it brings light to things that we don't know. Oh, I didn't know I was supposed to steal. It tells you in the word, do not steal. Oh, I didn't know if I was not committing adultery. It tells you in the word, do not commit adultery. It tells you in the word when you read it. But like I always say, people don't want to read the word of God because it brings light to their sin. And it's a sin that they have to stop. And it's a sin they have to put their hands up and say, well, it's in the word. I can't do it. I'm quick to say it. If it's in the word, I'm not doing it. If it's in the word, it says, do not do it. I am not doing it. Because we have to live a holy and righteous life. And the only way to do that is for us to nitpick our life and say, this is what I don't want to do because I want to be closer to God. Because the closer you get to God, the closer you're going to start pruning. The Holy Spirit is going to start pruning things away. The closer you get to the Holy Spirit, it's going to be things that you used to do that you're not going to want to do. Amen. Okay, let's look at our next verse. Go to Proverbs 4, 20 and 22. Proverbs 4, 20 and 22. Like I said, I don't speak on those topics because those are touchy topics. It's not that I don't want to speak on it because, um, well, it's not because I don't want to. It's because the Holy Spirit had not let me to. Um, it's some topics on this podcast I'm not going to speak on until he tells me to. If he tells me to speak on it, I will. This podcast was created for the Holy Spirit, not for me. This Holy this Spirit, this, whole, this podcast is created for him to tell me what he wants me to talk about. This podcast is built on helping people and teaching people how to build a relationship with God. So whatever I teach on is to help you build a relationship with God. It's help you to have more knowledge of how to be closer to God. And so whatever I speak on is from the Holy Spirit, not from me. So if it's a topic that you think that you want me to speak on, 
you can give it to me. I can pray on it. And when he gives me the right words, I will pray. I would, I would do it. Otherwise, I don't touch on topics that he does not ask me to do. Okay. Proverbs 4, 20. I gave everyone enough time to get there. Let's get started. My child, pay attention to what I say. Listen carefully to my words. Don't lose sight of them. Let them penetrate deep into your heart. Okay, let's go back to the top. My child, pay attention to what I say. Listen carefully to my words. It says right there. I take this when people say, pay attention, whoa, stop. These are things I say warning. Always go warning, stop, heed, listen, shh. These are things we must stop and take in. He said, my child, pay attention, warning. To stay, say, to, to listen carefully to my words. My child, warning, I need you to listen carefully to my words. He's saying here, the word of God is telling him that you need to pay attention to my words. You need to pay attention to what I say. You need to draw in closer to what the Bible says. See, we can read this word all we want, but we're not going to take it in and change it. It's going to fall on deaf ears and blind eyes. Okay, the next verse says, don't lose sight of them. Let them penetrate deep inside your heart. Don't lose sight. Don't stop reading the word of God. Let them penetrate. Let them go into. The word of God says, uh, the word of God is a, a, a dividing thunder, piercing the, 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 the motes of your heart, piercing deep inside you. I paraphrase. He, it pierces deep inside you. That's what the word of God is doing. It, it, it actually is a cross reference to this. He's saying, let the word of God penetrate your heart, dividing sunder. Let it pierce it. When something pierces you, it goes deep inside you. It ejects, it injects itself inside you. That's what he's saying. Let the word of God stay inside you. Let the word of God go inside you. Let the word of God settle inside you. And the only way to settle with the Holy Spirit, settle with the Word of God. We must read the Word of God. We must pray. We must meditate. We must fast. If we don't do these things, we will die spiritually. One of the key, one of the keys of building a relationship with God is doing these things so we can know His will for our life. We can be going completely in the wrong direction. We can be losing a connection or have a broken connection with God because we aren't taking the time to do our maintenance with our spiritual life. I know we all want to relax. We all want to talk on the phone. We all want to be around our kids. But sometimes we have to take this time to reading our word. I tell anyone when I'm reading the word and they want to spend time with me, you want to read the word of God? Oh, yeah, yeah, we can. Okay, let's pull out the Bible. Let's go. And we'll read a couple chapters. We'll read a couple verses. Because if you want to spend time with me, this is what I do. I study the word of God. Because I know what I need in my life. And I know what I lack. And I don't discipline myself. The enemy will come. The enemy sits back. He waits for us to make a mistake. He sits back. He waits for opening. He literally is like a pitcher waiting for the ball to come. He's on his knees. He's waiting. Okay. If she miss, I'm going in like a storm. He's just sitting. He's waiting. And the moment we strike out, just like by baseball, 
or just a moment we strike. We miss the ball. He catches it. He moves in. Have you ever seen baseball? I love baseball. They get three strikes. They have to hit. They, the pitcher throws one strike. Boom. Throw. Strike. That batter, though. He might hit it out. Let's say he hit out the left field, but it's not a home run. So the guy's in the outfield, misses the ball. So the, the batter goes running at first base, second base. So the guy picks up the ball. He throws it to second base. Guy got to stop. Okay, so another batter comes up. And this batter is a little shaky. So the pitcher knows that, this, that the curve ball is what's going to get him. It's just like. Satan, he knows if he throws, if something gets thrown in our life, or if he says something, he throws anything in our way, it spirals us. So he's like, yeah, throw, this, throw the curveball. She's going to miss this. Because you haven't been practicing. The, the batter haven't been going to the workouts. The batter refused to, to meet at the field to practice. We refuse to read our word. We refuse to do the things that we're supposed to do. And we miss the ball. That's what the, the that's what the catcher needed. So he catches the ball. And he's like, I got her. Okay, here, throw another ball. So you're on your third strike. You're like, I'm not understanding why I'm missing this ball. And then it dawns on you. I I I didn't go to practice. And it dawns on you, I didn't read my word. This is why I keep messing up. So the pitcher goes in, he throws another ball. The catcher catches three strikes, you're out. The enemy sat and waited for you to keep striking yourself out because he knew if he kept throwing the curveball because you wasn't practicing, because you wasn't reading your word, he knew if the pitcher threw a curveball, he would miss. See, the enemy has been around forever. And he's seen the same play over and over. The thing is, we haven't been around that long. I don't care how old you are. He will always pull out a new trick. But that's when we read our word. We pray. We communicate with God. And he tells us what's happening. He tells us what to expect. And that's when you be on your P's and Q's. And you're like, oh, no, I'm not doing that. I know that's going to just lead me right into the wrong way. So every time now the enemy throws a curveball, you're able to dodge it. You're able to hit it or not swing. Maintenance on the spiritual life is important. Just like working out, just like maintenance online is important. It's a daily thing. So if you're not doing what you're supposed to do with your lawn, with your spiritual life. Get to it. Ask God what you're lacking, and he will show you. I pray you all have a blessed day. I hope you enjoyed the word of God that was teached today. Um, I love baseball, and um, I think this went great with this lesson. Um, hope you all have a blessed day. Remember, Jesus loves you, and I love you too. Okay, bye.